Hello, hello, hello. I am your Boomer Banks, hostess with the mostest, Michael Munoz. And welcome to In Yo Mouth! In Yo Mouth. I'm the queen of food who's always in the mood to lick it right, lick it good, show you how to. Oh, God, that's good. I want to know what you eat from the streets to the sheets. So open wide, honey. I'm coming. In Yo Mouth. <laughs> Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Hey there and welcome back, folks. So once again, I am your hostess with the most, this Munoz, and we are in the second week of December, or is it the first week, first, first and a half week? Whatever. It's the 7th of December, <laughs> release day. And uh, have we started shopping? Have we decorated? All the trees here in across New York City have been lit and lit again. Um, your girl Munoz has only been lit because of all the red wine and working she's been doing. <laughs> I've really had a craving lately for panettone. And, you know, the gay body dysmorphia of it all won't let me eat that many carbs. But I'm really craving some good panettone. Are we panettone friends out there, folks? Um, you know, Setapane, a friend to the pod, and Belena Setapane, a friend, friend of mine, they own this bakery that's like many, 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 many years old here in New York City. Uh, you can find them on Gold Belly. Uh, they are not a sponsor, but their Nutella Panettone is delicious. Pre-order now. Um, I'm just, I'm really in a Panettone mood. I don't know what it is, but um, I woke up with a craving for that today, and that's really it. I haven't put up my decorations because, as you all know out there, a bitch is busy. The holiday season is here. All of my charity givings, which I will soon impart on you all, are starting to take um, take effect. Is that the word? I don't know. And other than that, I'm trying really hard this year just to get in the mood. But like I said, she's busy, and sometimes it's a struggle. So hopefully you all out there are are feeling it too and just um, finding time, finding time to find the warmth, whatever that means to you. But without further ado, I want to get to the getting on because I have been chasing this guest. And if you have been with me for the past almost five years, you know I have been chasing this guest to be on this podcast forever. And folks, he is finally here. So please help me welcome the one, the only 
Paul Fotenhauer, say hi. Hi. Wow, what a wonderful introduction. Um, I I don't think you understand how excited <laughs> I am to have you here because no joke, since the inception of this podcast, um, we I have been like I have been saying you have you have to come on the pod. I have been emailing and tweeting and Instagramming and writing book book um, <laughs> author book um, publicists the whole gamut. So I am so happy you are here. Oh, uh, you built up too high expectations. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are a you are a legend, and you are the moment, Paul. Okay. Oh, thank you. Thank okay. you. Okay. How are you today? Ah, absolutely wonderful. And you were talking about the Panatoni. I was like, hmm, yeah, I could do that. Yeah, are we Panatoni? Yeah, uh, pan- yeah, yeah. I, I mean, you're coming to me all the way from Italy, I think. Yeah, are you not? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So oh I'm like, God. yeah, I could. I mean, I, 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 they're all over the place. So I should pick up one. Oh my God. Um, there is this one out of Italy um, that is pistachio, that is pistachio and chocolate. And it's so like, creamy and delicious on the inside i bet you the panettone by you uh where where in italy are you actually i'm just outside of milan milano oh how fancy you see we are well we are I, I, high a, class yeah. here on in your mouth <laughs> if, I, if, if you could see this hotel room you would you would change your mind <laughs> <laughs> If I had a dime every time I heard that. (laughs) Well, Paul, before we get anywhere, I got to do what I got to do. And in the grand tradition of In Your Mouth, I need to wish you Happy National Cotton Candy Day, better known as Berry Floss Day. Are you kidding me? Is it candy? No. Yeah, Cotton Candy Day. Whoa. Okay. Wow. I never thought of cotton candy being a a holiday candy, though. No. No, it's more like a you go to the 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 carnival or yeah, like the summertime, right? Yeah. 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 It's messy. Oh yeah. Well, you know what? You are the queen of messy, honey. Hey. (laughs) No. You, you want to talk about? Be, you said you were going to be nice. I am nice. <laughs> <laughs> I also said I was going to be an idiot because that's what I am on this podcast. Pure, pure tomfoolery is is what I'm all about. No, um, it is messy. Cotton candy is messy. Um, are and oftentimes too sweet for me mm-hmm. and my mm-hmm. taste. I'm more of a, I'm more of a subdued kind of sweets person what about you you're more into nuts i uh, (laughs) sorry i couldn't help myself (laughs) now now, uh, (laughs) you see paul i i knew you were going to be able to volley this back and forth Uh, (laughs) (laughs) i i i actually i i uh i i like watching cotton candy being made you know the they have these like sort of half barrels or the the, the yeah this sort of, yeah and then they the if they're good at it they they can spin it around and and it just looks like it looks like it takes some 
degree of expertise to do that and train. It looks like it's a, it's a skill. You don't just make cotton candy. Yeah, absolutely. And then, and then there are those viral videos on the internet of those can- cotton candy people making like flowers and shapes. Oh, and things. Have I you have seen missed, that? No, 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 no. I've totally missed this. Oh yeah, it's 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 you know very fancy, muy ah. fancy, as I say. Oh. <laughs> muy, muy. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess what else is there to say about like National Cherry <laughs> Floss Day or Cotton Candy Day, <laughs> except for no matter what you celebrate, if it's messy cotton candy or clean clean i have cotton. a question for you i know you're supposed to be asking me questions yeah ask away so how do you find like how the hell do you know that it's cotton candy day like how how do you have do you subscribe to like food day calendar how do you know this so there is a website out there that i find this and this person is the queen or the head of all food holidays and this website is called foodimentary and his name is this is somebody else that i've been trying to get on the pod forever john brian hopkins okay um and he started this and then uh this website and then it took off and there is a science to how all of this came about and why certain <laughs> days are certain days it's just okay. and there are a lot of random ones yeah. but like, um like this one <laughs> yes but he did put a lot of thought from all the reading i have done about like how how all of this came about oh. um so john brian hopkins if you're listening come on the podcast <laughs> he's not he's not as bad as he as he the threat is his his his, his what do you say his bark is worse than his bite no <laughs> his bark is worse than his no bite. what do you say <laughs> I, I i don't know like uh, i mean he's not threatening me no so. <laughs> Uh, bad associations. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I, where were we going there? I don't know. You're you're the <laughs> you're the expert, man. I I am the expert. Well, listen. No matter what you celebrate out there, whether it's not uh, National Cotton Candy Day or or whatever Panatone, day, you're, Panatone or, Surprise or Panatone Surprise Day, we celebrate you. And moving right along into this day in gay history, I wanted to keep it light today because. Yeah. Because a lot of the uh, the rest <laughs> of today's uh, day in gay history was a little heavy for me, and I'm mm. I'm feeling good today, and like I, I want to keep my spirits light because mm. everything else in my life is a little heavy these days. Mm. So, did you know that in 1970 lesbian painter Romaine Brooks dies in Nice, France, at age 96? Now I know I said light, right? Although I'm talking about death, but Romaine Brooks. Do we know the painter Romaine Brooks, Paul? No, no, I'm not well versed in that kind of art. So Romaine Brooks was an American painter who worked mostly in Paris and Capri. She specialized in portraiture and used a subdued tonal palette keyed to the color gray. So what we know kind of as gray scale, um, and her portraits are are. Stunning, just these stunning grayscale portraitures. Um, and she was a big, big old lesbian, mm-hmm. you know. Ninety six, not bad. Yeah, ninety six. Yeah. I listen. I I didn't expect to make it to almost forty two. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so on this day, I wanted to honor her. But I want to get Excellent. to the getting on and talk about you, Paul, because I am beyond ecstatic and honored to have you here. In your mouth, listeners, if you don't know, and you probably should, Paul Flotenhauer right. is a medical professional and author. Paul rose to fame in 2008 with his first and perhaps slightly controversial book, Natural Harvest, a collection of semen-based recipes. He went on to write a second companion book, Semenology, the Semen Bartender's Handbook, that rated well across the internet, coming in at 4.3 stars. Currently, Paul has released his third semen-based book, but this time focused on skincare. Semen Cosmetics, the complete guide to making semen-based bath, body, and beauty products, just hit the shelves to rave reviews on November 14th. Yes, you heard that all right. Today, we are talking all about semen, folks. So welcome, Paul. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you. Oh, my God. I am honored to have you here today. So I think I think the audience, right, all the listeners are are probably at this point being like, wait, what? 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 Say what? (laughs) Right. Um, and I think we need to start in a place of in a place of, you know, we as as human people, right? Um, use a lot of uh a lot of different sort of animal products and Mm -hmm. a lot of human products that go into like skincare, you know, talk about uh placenta right for hair yeah. and whatnot so this isn't this isn't too like out of the box here no, um, there's 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 uh skin care a uh, very expensive skincare made from an extract of foreskins oh it's a uh, legit legit expensive uh you know high street brand Wow. Wow. I didn't know that. And um, you know what? Full, full, full exposure here. I am glad. I am glad mine is intact and not and not used for anybody. You better be. You better be careful, you know. <laughs> oh my goodness. I didn't I didn't know I had such a high priced item on me. <laughs> uh, actually the morbid the morbid part of it is it's or not morbid, but the it's from babies for skin. Well, yes, obviously, because, well, I mean, I guess, what do you do with them after? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you sell them to a cosmetic company. In oh, Korea. my God. Who is making all that money? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, we need a documentary about this. That, Wait, I learned I just, something today within the was, first 10 I, minutes of this you know, podcast. When I, but when I, was doing, when I was doing the research, uh, uh, you know, reading up on, on do-it-yourself uh, bath and body products, I found a bunch of uh, crazy stuff. Um, one was, so one was the foreskins, and the other one was the uh, snail slime. Snail slime? So the slime that this snail sort of just leaves behind, the snail trail, that's yeah. extracted and used as a moisturizer. Very oh. expensive, also. So we 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 use all kinds of crazy stuff in. Like- in skincare and and ingesting, but and I want to. I want food. and in food yeah. and in food. I want and this is where I want to start. Um, is back in '08. Why or what gave you the idea? Right? How did this all come about? Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Uh, 
Wow, it's it's been a while since I've uh, I've I've been asked that question. It's been so long ago, but I remember. Say two thousand eight. So it must have been two thousand. I don't know. Let's just say two thousand three something. Uh, at a dinner party, uh, I we were just drinking, having fun, whatever. And someone we had the discussion about swallowing, and if you can, if you can, if you should expect your partner to swallow your cum, right? So that's that's a fair discussion. Mm-hmm. Um, and we. Um, and the consensus was no, because, you know, it's, it's not, you, you can't just expect them to. Um, it's nice if they do, but it's not something you can expect. And the conversation continued. And then I was like, so how, like, if you don't swallow, is it because the cum tastes bad? Or what's the, you know, let's, 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 let's get some nuances in here. Yeah, like, uh, is, it a, is it a textural thing or is it a yeah, flavor thing? Yeah, right? or, because, or, or, or is it something else? You or know? is it something uh, else? Yes, yeah. I, absolutely. Because I personally don't have textural food problems. So no, I don't, no. that doesn't register doesn't, in my head. Yeah. yeah. Well, and then, and then, and then uh, I, I, I hadn't given this a whole lot of thought, but I, I asked the question, like, how many, has about 50% uh, men uh, how many have, 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 have tasted their own semen like if you expect your partner to swallow it does make sense that you would be willing to dip your finger in your own semen right yeah of course I mean it, it and and the reaction I got and these are all these very sex positive open-minded people the re- the response I got was uh was surprising because people were like, you know, like, wait, wait, tasting your own semen is that disgusting? And that's what fascinated me. So why is it so disgusting? Or why do people find it disgusting? Like, even if they, even people who are willing to swallow a a partner's semen, they were somehow put off by their own semen. That's where it started. And then I just became obsessed with this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, interestingly enough, right? Um, because mm-hmm. Twitter has gone mad since <laughs> since, <laughs> since 2003, right? When it didn't even exist, right? I don't even think uh Twitter existed in 08, uh, for that matter. But like the amount of people doing uh the most, right? In a in a most sex positive way mm-hmm. here, right? Via the internet and what I've seen, right? Because you can fall down. Some, oh, crazy, some some crazy, crazy holes on the yeah, internet, yeah. Um, right? No pun intended here, but um, yeah, th- the fact that like people, right? People with uh, penises, right? Or people who ejaculate, mm-hmm. right? Let's let's put it that way. Yeah. Um, to include everybody, right? Um, the the idea that like it's okay for somebody else to to drink it, but it's not okay for you to taste it is a little beyond me mm, mm. right exactly 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 so then how did it end up in the food right yeah, with the recipe yeah, well, <laughs> so how did we get from point a to point b listen because i have i have a weed cookbook up here i have a hello kitty co- i have i have all sorts of like very niche cookbooks on my shelf you know so this falls under the category you know yeah most certainly um well, I started experimenting, um, I, I because because that discussion I just I couldn't I couldn't let go of it, and I started experimenting um, 
We have, we have two semen producers in my household. So there's plenty of semen to, to experiment. And there's, I started, I, the first thing I did, I was like, so semen kind of looks like egg whites. Mm-hmm. This is before I started reading up on everything, but yeah. it kind of looks like egg whites. So I was like, hmm, I wonder like what, it, what are the cooking properties of semen? Um, yeah. So I just, I just, I, 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 I it sounds more grand, <laughs> more of a laboratory than it was. I whisked up a semen omelet. Okay. Um, but so, so it's, so it's basically like an omelet with just egg whites. Um, and I just experiment. I just, the first thing I did, I took semen, I whisked it up and I poured it into a, a Teflon pan uh, and fried it. And just semen and semen alone. That nothing, no salt, nothing. Just okay. I, just, I mean, it's salty enough. <laughs> Hello. No way. It needs more salt. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so then yeah, I, and, and, I and and that and, and what the, the, the fascinating thing was that that became. I mean, it it. I mean, semen volume is. I don't know if you're a big producer or what, but I mean, even the the most generous ejaculation is only about a, a teaspoon. Yeah, give it a little bit more. It's not that much. Um, It might feel like a lot, but it's not actually that much. And um, so the omelets are tiny. Oh, all right. And and it behaved just like egg whites. Oh. Hmm? Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. You can make make tiny little omelets. All right. Well, listen, on TikTok... uh, Tiny food is a thing, so so maybe that's your next exactly. venture here. Yes. <laughs> yeah, hold on, I'm hold not... on. I'm just, I'm just gonna produce another one here. Hold on, hold on. Oh, what? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Okay. Well, you know so what? It's vegan, it, so so it's it's vegetarian, right? It's not. No, sorry, sorry. It's it, it, is it? It's not vegan. It's not vegetarian, right? Because but it's, would you, no, vegeta- it's produced uh, well, by, it's reduced by a, an animal, right? Yeah. Yeah. So there are some discussions like, is how, I mean, it's produced by you, not by a yeah. commercially industrial farmed animal. Yeah. And I guess, I guess the, the better tasting, a uh, specimen of it is people who take very good care of themselves. Yes, yeah, as opposed to sure. like the <laughs> Samantha Funky Spunk of it all, because um, that's an infamous Sex yes. in the City episode, right? Where people may be eating crap and yeah. and not taking that, care of themselves. I often get questions about the the semen sort of flavor enhancers. Like, oh, there's, stuff, there's pills you can buy and all kinds of stuff. Like, stuff do they work? Them. No, they don't. I've tried some of them. The thing is, I, I, for me, I mean, semen is a reflection of the, the producer. I can't, I can't separate semen from the producer. So, I mean, I, I wouldn't eat semen from an anonymous person. I, would, I have to know the person. And I'd be uh, have to be. I, I I wouldn't eat semen from a oh, person. You I you wouldn't. have some morals. Yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah well, mor- just, <laughs> it's not it's not me drunk on a wait, Friday wait, wait, night wait. being like, who's ready? <laughs> <laughs> so wait, so so you would eat a semen omelet and not know who it's from? I don't know if I'd eat a semen. I I mean, 
I wouldn't say no. I was curious about the breast milk cheese when when that woman yeah, did yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, or, or that guy at the restaurant did it. I mean, I guess I'd try it. I, I mean, it's not. Uh, <laughs> I, if we're talking about it, we have to talk about it, right? Yeah, it's not. Yeah. It's not as if I haven't <laughs> swallowed before. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I mean, I guess what's the difference? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah no, no, no. I mean, you you have a point, but uh, I, I just feel like. <laughs> Maybe I'm too much of a control freak. Yeah, I yes, obviously. I th- <laughs> I think I I think if we're cooking with it, yeah, yeah. But then yeah. again, but then again, I don't know. I'm yeah, thinking I I'm thinking know. about my past sexual history yeah, here. Yeah, had some mm-hmm. and and I'm not going to lie. I've had some strange in my life, you know? I I I've had a long sexual journey over 20 some odd years, so you, you, you've sampled uh, you know, you sampled your way through the season. Yeah, a, 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 few, a few. But have you noticed? Have you noticed uh, uh, healthy, healthy? I, I like to call them producers because it sounds sounds more fun. Uh, healthy produ- semen producers that uh, they are also have a better tasting semen. Yeah, absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. You can you can be like, oh yeah, yeah, yes. No, I mean that's uh, so. So basically, my answer to the question of the supplements and 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 all this stuff that they're trying to sell is that you don't actually need those. So you, if it's a healthy person um, that takes care of themselves and 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 eats plenty of fruits and vegetables, it, the semen should be great. Yeah. Okay. So then that leads me into this other question: What are the beneficial properties of ingesting it? Um. Well, semen has i mean there is some protein there's zinc there's uh, minerals there's some fructose uh there's a mix of sugars um it's i mean uh, as we discussed earlier it's not a lot so i mean a teaspoon of semen isn't gonna it's not it's not like you're eating a whole brick of tofu oh my god Um, That, that image you just put in everybody's head right now. Yeah, a, a brick of tofu. Yeah, I mean, yeah, so I mean, it's not like you're getting a, your 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 daily uh, requirement of, of of anything by by ingestion uh, by you know by a little teaspoon of semen. Uh, so it's it's more for the novelty of it, um, obviously. Um, but semen is it's not a waste product. It's I mean, it's not urine. It's not like the fluid that comes from your eyes or or mucus from your nose. It's not earwax. You know, it's not something that's that's a, that's getting rid of waste products from the body. It's actually it's produced. I mean, it, it, it's it's not gross. Semen. I love that. I, I've never thought of that. Like you literally, this is why I was so excited to have you on here um, because there's a whole lot of food for thought here. Semen is not a waste product. No, because you think of every other fluid in your body. You're like, uh, I mean, that's something you want to mm, keep. I mean, it's it's something you dispose of. Um, but semen, if you think it's for life, it's for, it's to make life. It's a positive, it's a, it's, it's a, a positive, positive yeah. it's a positive fluid yeah 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 i mean i've never thought of it like that but yeah absolutely that that is 100% like facts yeah mm-hmm. and and you asked me the benefits i mean it is uh, i mean it would um 
if we can ignore the, the, the quantity or the volume, then semen is very, I mean, it's very nutritious with, with, with the minerals in it, with the protein, the enzymes. Um, it's, it, it should be, you know, you shouldn't be able to buy, you sh there should, my, I envision like, you know, you go to, you go to the, the, the convenience store and you have the vitamin waters, you know, you should yeah. have semen waters as well. Like uh, at least one, you know, kombucha, vitamin water, semen water. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, I now, now I, I would want to know who it's from. Like, see, see, you do want to know. You're all like, cocky, like, oh, I would try from anyone. Like, no, you won't. <laughs> <laughs> like, is this Joe Manganiello? Like semen water? Like, this is what I want. Is this Oscar Isaac semen water? Like, yes, please. You know. <laughs> Like Michael B. Jordan? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Donald Trump semen? Oh, my God. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> All right. We are done here. Okay, thank sorry, sorry, thank sorry, you. Sorry, sorry. sorry. Thank, I... <laughs> thank you for coming. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Out of all... <laughs> I'm just thinking, Out I'm just of all the offensive <laughs> things you could have said. Okay, so, wait, I have, I, let me explain. <laughs> Fuck, man, I fucked this one I mean, up. That's like, that is powder okay, at okay, best. Okay, okay. So, so, so I read this article about that people were asked to, and I can't remember, I, I assume this was in the States as well, but I mean, people were asked to uh, uh, rank what they found to be the most disgusting. And, um, and people, you know, obviously it was, you know, open sores or blood or vomit but trump was on the top five. Oh well i agree <laughs> i agree <laughs> wow i'm sorry wow, you I'm like sorry about this. you threw us into a really weird space and out of okay, all the weird spaces we I'm could have gone <laughs> out of all the weird spaces we could have gone on today this <laughs> this is what not what i expected <laughs> oh, talking about that man that person oh gross right oh my god i I'm love sorry. this and and <laughs> and how fascinating how fascinating indeed and it's it like i said and i i can't say it enough obviously it's the one reason the the biggest reason i have been chasing you and wanted you on this pod because it's so fascinating just to sit here and talk about it because mm -hmm. i'm sure a lot of people uh from the jump are immediate immediately dismiss it as like oh this is just for attention or this is just this or like it's a novelty it's yeah a novel this queen but like joke. yeah like just i mean just even the the thought of like semen is not a waste product i'm still stuck on that being like oh yeah i guess it's like it's life creating i guess and it's yeah we can go down that avenue and i'm here for that yeah i'm yeah. absolutely here for that um you so, know uh, talking about um so, uh, because it's a food um, um, pod podcast, yeah, I, I thought I, I'd have to mention the the semen melt. The semen so, melt. So, so, yeah. So it's important both when cooking uh, with semen and when making um, you know, lotions and, 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 and beauty products. Um, it's important to so when when semen is freshly ejaculated, it's lumpy. Hmm? Uh, but, and that's kind of difficult to use in 
whether it's food you know, cooking or whether it's in making a, a, a nice lotion. So you have to let it melt. And what happens, it kind of breaks down. So if you, if you, if you ejaculate into a, a clean, clean glass, you know, um, and just let the semen rest for about, uh, it's anywhere between 8 and 12 minutes. Come to room it, temperature. Well, and not only that, but it actually breaks down. And it, the, the liquid, the, like it becomes, it de-lumps itself. I, I just made up that word. But, um, it becomes more uh, liquid. And yeah. then you can incorporate it into whatever you're doing. So yes, and, yes, yes. And, and you and do have. Like, I I feel like uh, let me interrupt you really quickly. You do yeah. have a disclaimer at the beginning of your books, which I've read, that mm -hmm. is that says that don't just go feeding people semen, like you no. know, like please. <laughs> yeah, oh, please, please. I mess up. Right. I mean, there's some. I can't. I can't control what people write on in the reviews on Amazon. But I mean, the first, uh, the first couple of months, it was like people were, were writing, "Yeah, oh, I love, I love uh, semen books because it's, uh, uh, or this cookbook because it's, uh, yeah, I uh, I followed the recipes and I took I took the products to, to uh, the church bake off." Oh, <laughs> and it was so popular, I sold out immediately, or so, and I was like, like. I, obviously, that's probably a joke, but I, I hope it's a joke um, that people aren't feeding semen products to, you know, unknowing eaters or diners. Un unknowing eaters. Yes, absolutely. Do not, please do not surprise your dinner guests this holiday season, um, Whoa, you know, without, crepes, uh, without crepes, telling them. These crepes you know, have on, one less egg crepes. Like, it's not yes. funny unless you're, if you're, unless you're, you know consenting yes right there's a we we are all about consent and yes we are having uh fun today on this podcast and we're talking seriously because you know this is um a passion project of paul's over here as well um but we do have to put in that disclaimer here because absolutely you know absolutely. we are we are we are supporting for health we are supportive of healthy and consensual uh experiences all mm -hmm. around i want to take a quick break right uh Boti and i as his friends call him and now i feel like i'm his friend <laughs> <laughs> if i may call you that um um we are gonna go and have ourselves a semen cocktail and take a quick breather and we're gonna be back with my favorite part and your favorite part of the podcast CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. All right, Foti, I hope you're ready for my favorite part and the audience's favorite part of the podcast. A little something we like to call Food News Update. Food News Update. Food News. Oh, honey, you ain't ready, girl. Spill the tea. News Update. Build your gingerbread house out of Pop-Tarts this year and you could win 
$15,000. I don't think this is a bad idea. I think it's nasty. You don't like Pop Tarts? No, they're nasty. I mean, they're processed. That kind of money, I would do it. Hello. (laughs) You really, you really are are gonna turn down fifteen grand? No, I take it back. No, no, okay, take it back. I'll do it. uh, After spending what a good ten, twenty bucks (laughs) on a couple boxes of Pop Tarts to make a to make a cute little holiday festive gingerbread house. I mean, the number of suggestions I've gotten uh, uh, for the semen uh, cookbooks on uh, Pop-Tarts and semen, you'd think there's a connection. Uh, maybe. That's why. I was like, well, if you need a substitute for icing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Some powdered sugar uh, whisked. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, we could incorporate it all, mm-hmm. I'm sure. Right? And, you know, the great thing about gingerbread houses is I don't know anybody that eats them. Like you just build them and then oh, they stay yeah. there, right? Yeah. They turn nasty, you know, uh, just laying. Yeah, like there. they dry yeah, out. Dusty and, things. and yeah. Uh, yeah, they're like dusty and crusty. So, <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Pop Tarts is encouraging everyone to sketch out some blueprints and assemble their best Pop Tart gingerbread houses this holiday season uh, using the newly available gingerbread flavor or any of the your other faves. They're also giving away $15,000 to one lucky winner who posts a photo of their best gingerbread build on Instagram or Twitter. I mean, wow. 15 grand. Oh, go, for- go for it. Go for it. Go I mean, if you're already, if this is something you already love doing. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Like... You know, I, I, all these food brands out there are always trying to like think of the next best Instagrammable thing, the next whatever. This actually I'm here for because it's people are already doing it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it, it doesn't seem um, like too out of the box or too like crazy. And I mean, and if you win 15 grand, what, after American taxes, what is that? Like eight? <laughs> Yeah, you go home with eight, seven and a half, that's something that's like good. that. That's good. That's a lot. That's I would do that. Hello, sure. happy yeah. holidays to me. <laughs> that is, I, I love that is Christmas favorite, presents and some left over. My favorite uh, uh, gingerbread house sort of social media content is the ones where they just fuck it up. You know, like this is what I tried to do. Oh yeah, that's like the nailed it of yeah. it all. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, listen, folks out there, whether you nail it or whether you don't nail it, right? <laughs> Hopefully, one of you wins that fifteen thousand dollars and shares it with your girl Munoz, right? Uh, don't forget me. <laughs> oh, well, they're gonna go out and buy the books. Okay, 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 okay. All right, they're going to buy the books. <laughs> we both win. Okay, we are here for this. Deal, deal, deal. <laughs> McDonald's is giving away a dozen McGold cards that grant you free food for life. Have you heard about this phenomenon? What? What? Apparently, this is like urban legend that these McGold cards exist. So this is real. This is very real. And apparently, uh, Microsoft founder Bill Gates has one and actor Rob Lowe has one. (laughs) But in recent years, um, it's changed. In 2018, the first time ever, McDonald's gave one away as part of a sweepstakes. And now for the holidays, it, they'll be giving three people four McGold cards each. One Whoa. for you and one for three of your friends in their season of sharing. 
I like it. Right? I, like I it. mean, yeah. I are, are you a fast food queen? No, 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 no. But I like the idea. I like the idea. It's like having a, a, one of those um, gold cards with American Airlines. You can fly anywhere first class, but it's McDonald's. Yeah, I, I think this would be very dangerous for me. I do not eat fast you- food. <laughs> I do not eat fast food. It's very rare in my life. But if I'm coming home drunk or like, yeah. you know, weed, weed is legal here in New York yeah. City. So if I'm a little high and I have the munchies. Um, uh, hello, card. Hello, card. <laughs> I mean, there is this infamous story of me and my best friend getting very high and then going and ordering three 20 piece McNuggets at the McDonald's <laughs> downstairs. And the cashier looked at us and said, 60? You yeah. want 60 McNuggets? 60? <laughs> <laughs> oh. I mean, like, I feel like that's what would be happening. But, um, yeah. I, I have a, I, 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 I used to have a friend, um, I was contact with him. He he considered himself a McDonald's connoisseur. He was a professional cook, and he he refused to eat anything in his own restaurant. Uh, uh, so he would, but so he'd often go to McDonald's, and he would he would pimp up the 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 burgers with uh, like expensive cheeses or some you know whatever he had in in his oh. professional kitchen. And and I, I joined. That seems like a lot of work. It is a lot of work, but I mean, you know the the humble McDonald's cheeseburger. It, you put some expensive French cheese on there. Yeah, I good. guess. It's really I good. guess, but I am. I'm thinking <laughs> of a quarter pounder with cheese alone, and I'm getting hungry. Like, yeah, stop, stop talking, stop talking. I'm and you know, like, I mean, can't you not? I don't know if you're you're a big McDonald's fan, but like the minute I say the words quarter pounder with cheese, I can I can taste it. I know exactly oh, what it tastes oh. like. Delicious. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> You know, listen, this sweepstakes is happening through their app, right? You have to, like, do things through the McDonald's app Mm. and spend a little bit of money, but not a lot. I think you have to, like, order off the dollar menu, and they're releasing some sort of, like, special, like, merch to, like, a hamburger hoodie (laughs) or something like that. I don't know. I'm I'm here for this. If you're here, here for this, I'm not going to yuck your yum. All right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hello. I'm not going to yuck your yum. And if you want to take it home and come in it and then eat it, we're here for that too. Absolutely. And last but not least, Coors Light's new nail polish changes color when your glass of beer is cold. I mean, what? these brands these brands will stop at nothing. What? But I, but wait, I'm here wait. for a cute nail polish. <laughs> so what? Walk me through this. So you you're holding so, your beer. Yeah, well, you know, Coors Light is infamous for having, mm-hmm. and I'm not a beer drinker, no. but it's like, you know, that those uh, cold as the Rockies, the, yeah, uh, their yeah. whole gimmick was that, like, when the can cold. is cold, the the mountains appear or uh, something uh, like that. Uh, well, now they're, they have this thing called chill polish for the holidays, and apparently the brewing giant teamed up with the nail polish experts at Le Chat to create a color-changing polish that goes from gray to blue when its temperature drops to a level acceptable for drinking a Coors Light. The <laughs> so beer brand... your finger in the beer. No, the beer brand says simply paint your nails, hold your pint glass, and voila! See blue or not so blue if your beer is too warm. No matter where you're enjoying Coors Light this season, the fashionable functional chill polish shows you when your brew is cold enough to drink at any holiday gathering. Now, this is backwards. 
It's it's backwards. It is backwards because once you pour the thing into the glass, it starts to get warm. Yeah, so you like put your 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 fingers, your hand on it, and it gets warmer. And, and it gets warmer. So it's like it should the 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 nail polish should reverse change like it starts out as like this is a cold frosty beer and the minute you hold it if it's too warm it'll change gray they should have consulted us right absolutely the color is cute though i would wear this color it's like i i actually like this one the better than the mcdonald's and better than the, the the pop tarts yeah i i like the color um i would wear the color if they sent it to me because i like I like a nail polish with a, a gimmick, and it's Some and it's of, great color for the yeah, holidays. Yeah. Um, I'm here for it. I think it needs a little reworking. <laughs> and with that, I think that's the best way to end food news update. <laughs> that, that was fun, <laughs> right? I love yeah. I love a little food news update. Um, and I mean, this entire episode has been. Uh, a good time for sure in one way or another talk to me really quickly about how you came up with i guess it it makes sense i should say that next steps we have the cookbook we have the cocktail Mm -hmm. book Mm -hmm. next steps are like skincare products because it just makes sense we talked about it at the beginning of the pod there's all sorts of things in the most expensive skincare why not semen yeah uh and, and the recipes in the book are, I'd say about half of them are actually the, the seam. They're designed uh, so that the semen actually um, sort of benefits your skin or your hair. Um, and some about a third of the recipes are the semen is added sort of, it's more for fun. I mean, the, the benefits might not be there. But um, I've done a lot of experimentation with the recipes, and my friends of you know everyone I know has been forced <laughs> to test these recipes, and and they work, they work, and, and they work. So and, you've and, seen and, results. And, are are we seeing yeah. like skin? Are we seeing anti aging? Are we seeing skin tightening? Are we seeing like dark spot removal? I'm thinking of all the commercial slow down, things. Slow down, slow down. Oh, slow down. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, uh, the the greatest benefit of semen, as far as I can see it um, now, after after experimenting for several years, is is the the moisturizing. Um, it does invigorate. I mean, it like I mentioned earlier, um, semen is full of all kinds of goodness, uh, and it's hydrating. And if you mix it together with some some, for example, shea butter or mango butter. It's it's brilliant as a as a as a moisturizer. Um, oh, yeah, no, it's great. Does it's it fantastic. keep? <clears throat> um, that's 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 one of the issues that I had very early on. Is when you're cooking food, you definitely need fresh semen, and you need to be very careful of how you store uh, semen. Um, and I thought with when I started experimenting, I thought I wouldn't have to be that careful because you're not going to eat it if you're, you know, if it's in a lotion or, or something. But that's, it turned out that it's very important to keep, keep that the semen be, either if you use fresh semen, you have to use the products very quickly or keep them in the fridge. Or you can make powdered semen, which is dehydrated semen. 
How do you how do you go about powdering your semen? It's crazy. So you so I have a a dehumidifier, um, and you spread. You have to have quite a bit of semen, um, and you spread it. It there's a there's an attachment there called like a fruit roll up or a fruit. Oh yeah 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 yeah. So you 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 spread the semen on there as as thin as possible, and uh, you can actually dehydrate the semen. Um, it doesn't. And does it still it's keep very, its pro- Does it still keep its properties? Um, well, obviously the 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 hydration properties are, aren't there, but you have all of the the minerals, all of the vitamins. Yeah, everything else is still yeah. that that it's it's kind of I mean, it, you, you don't get a lot of semen powder. You need a lot of semen to have to have uh, to make a, a you know even a tiny speck of semen powder but i'm sure there's way. i'm sure there's a bukkake party somewhere in this midtown <laughs> see, manhattan see, neighborhood yeah yeah where i can go get a vat if i really want it bring it to. on bring it on bring it on <laughs> come to my place i will dehydrate the hell out of it <laughs> you know a long time ago an old choreographer friend right who i've lost she's still a friend but she used to she used to say she keeps her husband's in the freezer and puts it on her yeah. face every morning. Yeah. She yeah. goes, it's yeah. the best. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. The only thing I would add is um, if you use just pure, like, don't fuck with it, semen, uh, then it's hard. It doesn't actually stay. It's too liquid. It doesn't stay put on your face. So mixing it together with a... Uh, my favorite is mango butter because it smells so good. But uh, you could do shea butter or any other sort of coca, um, um, coconut cocoa oil. butter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or or cocoa butter, anything that's room temperature sort of that's uh, keeps its form. Um, if you mix it with that, you get sort of then the semen stays on your face. You know what I mean? Like, and you have the added benefit of the oils. So. Yeah. That would be my sort of if you if you're not going to buy the book and you still want to experiment, then I would say just go for like semen, let it melt, mix it in with your favorite uh, pure uh, uh, vegetable uh, oil or fat, and 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 use it as a moisturizer. Oh, oh, I am fascinated, <laughs> simply fascinated by all of this. And and we want people to buy the book. Oh, yes, Paul, of course. The book. <laughs> yes, the book. We can't we can't give we can't give all your secrets away now. Okay. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for looking out for me. <laughs> obviously. Since I'm obviously. not gonna be winning the Pop Tart uh gingerbread contest, I need money from the from the books. From the books, absolutely. What a great day this has been, and what a fascinating, what a fascinating conversation. And I, I'm just like, uh, I, my, my mind is like spinning. My mind is spinning awesome. with the, just like great, great things. And I, again, I can't thank you enough for coming on the podcast and talking to me and giving me time out of your very, very busy schedule to come here and just, you know. Chat, chat about some baby batter with me. <laughs> this was so much fun. I, uh, you, you're very enjoyable to speak with, uh, and you made me. I was a bit nervous in the beginning, but uh, this was great. To, well, that, we are we are here. To, just disappeared. Yes. Well, we are here to celebrate you, as I said, and and listen. I have been a fan and admirer of your, and so curious about you and your books for so long now that um, this was kismet for sure. 
right? This was kiz met. Um, a, a little fun thing to close with, right? Because uh, there's so many slangs for semen out there. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I wonder, I wonder if Foti is going to come ooh. in with all of these. And there's this, <laughs> and there's this one. Give me, give me some. Give me some. All right. So obviously, baby batter. Yeah, this one's that's... gross. Ball barf. <laughs> Bonk juice. Buttermilk, okay. Chode nectar, man. Clam what? sauce? No. Cock, <laughs> cock no. droplets, cock snot, cough drops. No, not cough no. drops. Cuckoo spit? No. What the hell? Daddy sauce, dong water, erectoplasm. <laughs> this one's for you. Face cream. What? Yeah. Not fish dip. Oh, they were wrong for that. Oh, mm, they're so wrong. <laughs> a gentleman's relish. <laughs> See, you're high going into the food. <laughs> high fructose porn syrup. That one was for you, too. <laughs> I love these. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my high, God. High fructose porn syrup. Porn syrup. Schlong jelly. Sink bubbles. Oh, ooh. Oh, but you were saying sink. And sink. Yeah, so I was <laughs> this is how damaged I am. I immediately thought zinc as in the mineral. Oh no, not zinc. <laughs> Cuz you, yo- you could call it zinc bubbles cuz it's full of zinc. Yeah, throat yogurt. Oh no. <laughs> no. What do you mean no? No, I don't it's, like that one. <laughs> it goes it goes <laughs> it's on brand. It is on brand. <laughs> Oh, my God. Listen, folks out there, In Your Mouth listeners, if you want to find any of Foti's book, they are all, you can find them on Amazon and other places. The, uh, one is called Natural Harvest, a collection of semen-based recipes. The other one is called Semenology, the Semen Bartender's Handbook, and his latest book that just came out, Semen Cosmetics, the Complete Guide to Making Semen-Based Bath, Body, and Beauty Products are all available on Amazon and beyond. Go show him all the love. Go, you know, it's a great, oh my God, it's a great white elephant book too. Uh, or, you know, a great hostess book for your, for your, you know, big gay parties, you know. Um, we all have that big bottom friend, okay? So um, put it on your holiday list. It's definitely on mine. Big thanks to Paul Fotenhauer Thank again you. for coming on. You are an angel and you are part of my big gay food family now. And I can't be happier mm. to have you here. Uh, Thank you so yeah. much. Thank Other you. than that, um, we're in the thick of it. So I am just going to wish you well. Holiday sanity. Find time for yourself. Uh, being a little uh, selfish and some self-care is probably the best gift you can give to yourself uh, during the holidays. And w- other than that, all I have to say is thank you for listening to In Yo